Hey guys, Mark here, and welcome to another episode of the How to Heal Your Love podcast. So glad that you're here and excited to improve your sense of clarity, self, love, connection, and all of those really amazing things that kind of add the uh, the special sauce to life. So without further ado, what I'd like to speak about today is suffering um, for a false sense of love, an illusion of love. Now, I see this happen so much. It's mind-boggling. It's probably the thing I see most actually amongst single individuals is this suffering for this illusion of love, what people have assumed is love because it's what society has told us is love. Now, some people are getting savvy to this. And uh, let me speak to, we'll have about three main points here. The first is the distinction. And that's a distinction between infatuation and love. Most people are suffering from infatuation and the loss of that which they have infatuated with. And they're mistaking it for love. Now, it makes total sense that you would suffer so deeply if you think that you've lost love, right? And that's what most people think. They think, my God, I can't live without this person. I, I need them. And I, I say that not just, not, not to tease or make fun, but, you know, I've been there and I think a lot of us have been there and we've realized later, depending on what stage we're at in life, we've realized later, oh my God, <laughs> that, glad, glad that didn't happen. That was not love. Now, let me explain a little bit about this distinction because it's an essential understanding. Infatuation is a natural stage in the three phases of falling in love. The first one is infatuation, right? That's love without knowledge. That's, oh my gosh, look at how amazing this person is. Oh, the sex is so good. Oh, they're so poetic and romantic. Oh my, blah, 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 blah. And we don't see any of the downsides. We see the positives without the negatives. We see the pluses without the drawbacks. The next phase of love is, of course, knowledge without love. That's when we realize, that's when the unconscious, that's when the mind tries to start bringing balance, synthesis and balance. Remember, love is actually a balance. So that's when the mind starts saying, wait a minute, we haven't been seeing this entire picture. And we start seeing all of the obnoxious, shitty things about them. Oh, this is gross. They do that. Oh my gosh. Did you know that they weren't entirely honest about this? And oh my God, they leave their socks everywhere. They can't clean up after themselves. I thought it was quirky and cute because they're a musician, but now it's just disgusting, right? That's when our brain's trying to actually balance that there's a light and a shadow to all beings. At first we were just seeing the light. Now we're just seeing the love uh, knowledge without love, that's all shadow. And then we make it to love. And that's actually a, a synthesis of complementary opposites. That's when we see the entirety of a human, they come into balance. And we're actually set free to love them exactly as they are and free to be loved and to be exactly who we are. So the, the point of this discussion is to really clarify uh, when we're in each stage. Now, if you I've recently broken up with someone or you have that kind of fantasy from long, long ago of the one that got away or anything like that. If you're in turmoil, 
you, what you're suffering from is actually a skewed, infatuated perception of just the positives in a relationship and around someone. And you're completely unable to see and experience the drawbacks that would bring them into balance and bring you into true love. And I assure you of this, true love always sets you free. I'll repeat that. Love and true love always sets you free. It does not ensnare. Infatuation ensnares and resentment ensnares. If you are either an infatuation about someone, believing them to be more positive than negative, or you are in resentment with someone, believing them to have more drawbacks than positives, you are enslaved, entrapped, ensnared. And you will not find freedom until you balance that in your heart and in your mind. Because no one is below you and no one is above you. No pedestals, no pits. Just put them in your heart and you'll be set free. And there are ways to do that. We can talk about that another time. But what I first want to, where I want to start is your erroneous perception that's causing you so much suffering and that's that you were in love with them you were infatuated and that's okay that's okay but what happens during infatuation is it's actually meant it's designed to get us to procreate our brain is literally flooded with feel-good neurotransmitters there's a literally chemically akin to a drug addiction. So when they pull away, suddenly your infatuation, your addiction is hooked and you're pulled towards them. And this is what most people, 98% of people are suffering from when they're suffering from heartache, thinking that they lost the person they love. Rather, they are submerged in the woes of infatuation because every peak has a valley. So, I know that's a lot of information. Go back, listen to it more, digest it. But this is a really essential comprehension to have because I want you to suffer as little as possible. And my guess is you want to suffer as little as possible. And a huge amount of suffering comes from thinking, I was in love and I lost them. No. If you're woebegotten, you you were an infatuation and the world disrupted that to free you from that illusion. Now, I'm not saying that that isn't the hardest thing ever and I'm not saying it doesn't feel so real and I'm not saying you aren't torn to shreds because rarely is there a more painful thing than the loss of infatuation, the withdrawal symptoms of infatuation. And the mind will convince you of everything you did wrong to lose it. Everything that they did right that you missed that you couldn't measure up to. So, to recap, infatuation versus love. Three stages of love. Be clear on which one you're at. And then um, freeing yourself from at least the starting point of 
Stop telling yourself the story that you are in love and it crumbled away because that's causing you so much pain. So it's okay to be with your pain. It's okay to feel your pain. It's okay to be present in that. That's okay. You don't have to squirm away from it, even though it's one of the most uncomfortable things you can feel. You can just relax first with the notion that perhaps what's causing you so much suffering is not actually the uh, um, fantastical version that you possessed in your heart and in your mind and allow a little bit of light to come in that Maybe actually something else is going on. Maybe you're flooded with that infatuation that is, is causing you to think that you've, you've made terrible, terrible mistakes and you're all wrong. Now, I want to give you one other point here and then I'm going to leave you to just enjoy and, and, and digest. Um, although my guess is if you are going through any kind of heartache, you're, you're not enjoying too much in life at the moment. Um, The one thing is, it is okay to learn from any crumbling of a relationship. It's okay to learn. It's okay to say, what worked there? What didn't? What do I want to do differently? The danger is the self-flagellation. The danger is the self-punishment, the self-judgment, the self-blame and shame. They're all garbage. They're not real. They're inaccurate. They're dated. And they're unnecessary as much as you think that they are necessary sometimes. So establish uh, that perhaps if you are going through the withdrawal symptoms, if literally that flood of serotonin and dopamine that you got every time you texted or every time you had sex or every time that you looked each other in the eye and that feel-good hormones just exploded in your nervous system. That that's actually all a symptom of infatuation. It's a beautiful, fun stage. However, if we don't see it accurately, we feel like absolute trash when it's pulled away. So consider oh, infatuation. Okay, it's, it's okay that you feel that way. It's natural that you feel that way. And it's not that complementary synthesis of opposites. It's not seeing the whole picture. It's not love. There can be loving elements, Your heart is constructed from love. It's beautiful. None of that is erroneous or false. The feelings that you felt are not erroneous or false. The illusion is you're being trapped in connection and needing with this individual. So until your heart's free, you're not in love. I know that's tough to understand, but until your heart's free, you're not in love. You're in infatuation, you're in resentment. You probably might even be flip-flopping back and forth between all the things that they did right and how much you love them and all the things that they did wrong and how they betrayed you. (laughs) Right? We love having one or the other. It's all my fault or it's all their fault. Rather than it's no one's fault. All right. Tune into that. It's a lot of information. I don't want to overwhelm you. If you have any questions, shoot me an email on the website, howtohealyourlove.com, and we'll try to answer them in the podcast. Thank you so much for being with me. Your feelings, your heart, your mind, all completely valid. All of it deserves to be honored. Just don't add devastating suffering for the sake of an illusion
when you clear that, when you balance it, you'll invite that version of love into your life. You'll feel that love and you'll attract more and more. I love you so much and I'll speak to you soon.